Hello, good morning, God bless you. Welcome, welcome, welcome every listener up here. My name is Heavenly for those who don't know me and you're here for the first time. God bless you and those who have been listening, God bless you too. God is so good. He's a merciful God. Today is April the 24th and it is a blessed Friday morning in Jesus name. 6 12 a.m in the morning for those who are listening right now who are tuning in right now just know that god blessed you with another morning another day god is awesome god gave you rest and if you did not get no rest god will give you rest in your spirit in your heart your mind and your body to god be the glory i want to just say um Good morning to my sisters and my brothers in Christ. God has been blessing us through the week. However, God has been blessing you. It is amazing grace with everything that's been happening. I just thank God for his presence because it doesn't matter what's happening around the world. God is always moving. God is always blessing us as long as we trust in him, as long as we are believing in him, as long as we're having faith in the Lord. And for those who are having a struggle with faith and trusting God, you just have to believe by faith that you will have the faith that you need to grow in Christ. So today we're going to talk about guidance for us growing Christians. So God had me to come up here this morning to talk about his guidance that we need along the way for growing. And that is a part of it because I too never always had faith in I used to worry and I used to doubt a lot and I didn't know how to, but because of the Lord, because of God who has been working in me and because of God who has been doing things inside of me and bringing things out of me, help me to grow to the place I'm in today. It does not happen overnight. So if you're not in that place don't feel bad. Don't feel discouraged. Continue to walk in Christ. And as you are walking in this journey of Christ, in this life of Christ, that's how you grow. That's how things begin to happen in your walk. You get stronger, just like when a baby is born. They don't first just start walking, but they have to grow into learning. So that's what this life experience is about in Christ. It's about us learning who our creator is, what he wants us to do. How do we go about doing it? We go about doing it by being patient, by trusting the Lord and having faith in his unchanging hand and knowing that he would do it. We're continuously staying prayed up. We have to stay praying and we have to read God's word every day. It is important to read the daily word every day. You could say, I don't need the word every day. I need the word every day. If you really want to grow and you want to be strong warriors in Christ and you really want to rise up in Jesus' name, you have to rise up in his power. You have to rise up in his word because his word is him and he is the word. And you need the power of the word to change your life along with your prayer life. God bless you. Amen. Yes, so God is so good to us, and he takes the time himself to teach us every day through his word. That's why when we study the word, and we dwell in the place of the Lord, and we meditate on the word, God is able to speak to our hearts. When we begin to really grow in Christ, you'll notice that the things that you used to do, you no longer want to do those things. You'll crave more 
or the word of God than the things of the world. The things of the world with your life experience, if you're younger or if you're like older or if you're kind of like an elderly, um, you had a long time, a long run in with the world to know the difference between what the world has given you all them years. And if you're young, sometimes being young, you haven't had enough experiences to see how the world really was beating you up or how the world was different from all those years, especially when you're like in your early 20s, you're still just beginning to explore life and you haven't run into everything just yet. But some things people have ran into at an early age. Some people are considered to grown up too fast, right? So those people had experiences way quicker before their time. So, but God is so good that no matter how long you haven't been saved or have been saved, God has a way of showing you the difference between the world and what the life he has to offer you through his word. So I'm going to pray right now in Jesus name as we open up before we begin to go on into what God is saying. I thank God for what he's about to deliver to us. I am excited about the word of God every day because it is the Lord that brings us his word, his way. So I just want to let you know that I'm led by the Lord's spirit and only from his spirit and by his spirit will we be getting fed the word of God today and every day, Lord. Yes, Heavenly Lord, we come to you in the name of Jesus, Father God. I ask in Jesus' name right now, Lord, that you touch our hearts, clear our minds, Father God. Lord, I ask in Jesus' name that you have your way in our hearts and lives today, Lord. Lord, as we are right here ready to receive your word, Father God, we just ask in Jesus' name that you fill us up with your spirit, dear Lord, that you clear our minds of all things and put it on a heavenly place, Father God. For you are on the throne, Father God, watching over everything that's going on down here, Father God. For you know what we are facing, for you know what we need, Lord. And I thank you, Father God, for being a keeper of our soul. So, Father God, let us embrace you right now with your love. Let us embrace each other, Father God, through prayer. However you have us to do it, Father God, let us do it your way. I thank you right now in Jesus' name for the message today, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Fill us up, Father God, till we overflow in the name of Jesus. Okay, so to start off this message, God wants us to first understand being patient with ourselves. We have to be patient in ourselves to be able to learn patience in the Lord. We have to learn how to humble ourselves before the Lord knowing that God leads to self-control. God help us to self-control ourselves. Self-control leads to patience, endurance, and patience, endurance leads to godliness. So if you humble yourself before the Lord, you're controlling yourself or how you're coming to the Lord. So that means you are humbling yourself so you can learn how to be patient before the Lord so you can have endurance and that way it leads to godliness when you begin to become humble in the, in the Lord you begin to have more structure in yourself to be able to be disciplined and God can 
really begin to discipline you and you'll be wanting to do things right to please God and not yourself anymore. You'll realize I need to change this. I need to change this because you want to be lined up with the word of God. You want to be lined up with what God is doing in your life. You don't want to be trying to do it your way no more. Your way has obviously left you out in the cold because if you were getting somewhere your way, you wouldn't need God. You would have it. But um, being patient with other people can be very difficult, you know. But sometimes we find it even more difficult to be patient with ourselves because we get impatient, we get frustrated, and we become our own bother, you know. We bother ourselves because we're losing it. And if we realize and take a minute to stop and breathe and say, you know what, why am I allowing that to get me so upset? What is going on with me? Then that tells you right there, I have to work on patience. And sometimes we can't just, you know, um, get it right away. So we pray and ask God to help us get to that place of having strong patience with every circumstance and every situation. And yes, sometimes certain things will push you to the edge. But when does it come to a point that you stop allowing yourself to be pushed to the edge? A situation Yes, it can sometimes in the past, some of us have may lost it. I did a lot. I was bad with anger. I had anger issues, but I thank God that I began to work on them. Did it happen overnight? Um, No, it did not happen overnight for me. So I know what it was like when I wasn't always, you know, I was always kind of patient, but I would allow things to frustrate me too easily. I was able to um, get upset about, not any person who easily get upset, but I didn't have enough patience to stand still. I would lose it. So yes, I was bad with having patience. You know, um, we, have high, we have high expectations and lofty goals. You know, we want to accomplish things now, not later. And sometimes we think things are supposed to happen right now and that we don't supposed to work at it or do no hard work to get it. So, and of course, we want our lives to unfold according to our own timetables and not God. So, um, throughout the Bible, you know, we are instructed that patience is the companion of wisdom. Don't forget, patience is the companion of wisdom. God's message then is clear. We must be patient with all people. You know, it's hard, especially when you have kids. You know, sometimes them kids act out and we just, oh, I mean, you know, mothers and fathers that's on here, you know, grandmothers, auntie, cousins who all been around children who all have lost it with children, not lose it to the point we're killing them now. God is too good for that. I mean, people, unfortunately, people have killed their kids. It's really sad. It's really, you know, disturbing. But we're talking about children that we love and would never kill and you know we have had times our patience was extremely short and then we realized that you know it wasn't the kids so much it was us why did we get so overtaken and so impatient because they got on our last nerve so I thank God for patience because we need that even in doing parenting you need that at the job or whatever you are doing in your life you are going to need to be patient because some things are not going to happen for you right away, and it's going to have to, you're going to it's going to cause you to have to be patient. So you know, um, 
beginning with that particular person who stares back at us each time we gaze into the mirror and we look at ourselves and say, who is that person? So, you know, in times of uncertainty, wait. You know, always, if you have any doubt, wait. Do not force yourself to any action. If you have a restraint in your spirit, you know, wait until all is clear and do not go against it. That means if you having something going on, calm down before you go and deal with the situation. So that way, when you calm down, you can deal with it much better. So today, you know, um, I'm going to be reading from Second Peter, the first chapter, because it talks about um, in First Peter, the first chapter, God has me to read the chapter today. It has me to talk about um, guidance for us growing Christians. You know, it talks about God guidance and it starts off, you know, um, saying the characters, the quality to develop in our lives, things that we have to develop in our lives. So we have to remember that these things that God is about to give us in his word are very important to our walk. So we must remember to meditate on that. In order to grow in the things of Christ, you must meditate on what Christ, you know, gives us. We must meditate on his word. When he gives us the word, we must meditate on it until we are applying it in our lives, until we get it. Once we begin to uh, once we begin to apply it in our lives, we will have it. It's when we get the word and do not be a doer of the word. That's why it's so important to not just hear the word. Because I can hear you call me, but what happens if you call me and I don't answer, right? But if you call me and, and I hear you call me and I answer, that means I'm acting and doing what you called me. If you are hearing the word, you have to act on the word. You have to apply in the word in order to be strong and mighty warriors in Christ. We must stand on the word of God, meaning that that word that you believe in, that word that is changing your lives around, that word that is filling you up with his spirit, that word that is keeping you, that's what you stand on in your life. You no longer stand on the world perspective and what the president is saying, what the governor is saying, what the doctor is saying. God said in his word that you are healed. By faith, I'm healed by Jesus Christ. So you can use the word of God, apply in your life, and it becomes so real. Because now you're allowing God to take over in your life. You're allowing God to live in you. So the more that you apply the word of God, the more that people will see the God in you. You don't have to tell nobody anything. They will see the Lord in you. So for those who does not have a Bible, I extend my love and compassion to you. If you are comfortable, leave your address, leave a message. It's somewhere you have to have the anchor down, the anchor app in order for you to do messages. It's a way up there. It shows you um, if you can download it. I pray in Jesus name that God will bless you with a Bible today so you could begin to apply God's word in your life. You can begin to study the Lord. And, you know, um, God will make a way. Trust and believe in Christ. He will make a way. Don't believe in me, but believe in the Lord. And when you ask, you will receive. So those who don't have a Bible for now, you can just tune in and listen to this. And if you don't have... um, 
And for those who have a Bible, you can just read along. I'm going to be reading from 2 Peter, the first chapter. Okay, so um, God is good. God will make sure you have all that you need when you are following the things of the Lord. You will be complete. You will be whole. Your heart will be filled with wholeness. And you will be filled with his love. So he's not going to leave none of us out. He's going to supply all our needs. And if you if he know you're serious, he's going to deliver you a Bible today. How are you going to get it? I don't know which way it's coming. But the Bible is waiting for you today to go pick it up. However God brings it to you, you will get a phone call. You will have a, a favor. God's going to send someone to you to give you that Bible today. I'm believing that by faith. And those who are receiving the Bible today, please thank God for it right now because we need his word because it's important to study the word of God, especially with us grown Christians. I don't care if you've been growing longer than me. I'm growing, you growing. We're going to keep growing to God says over here for us. So there's no limitation of growing Christians. We are all growing daily in our life. Everybody, it doesn't matter if you are a bishop or a pastor or evangelism or um, a deacon. However, those are just names and labels that God has authorized, gave you authority to have in him. But even if we don't have names, God will still give you the authority to grow and blossom in the things of Christ. We don't need a label unless God decides to put us in that particular place in life. If God puts you in a pastoring place, that means you had what it took in God's presence and God's eyes to become a pastor. Don't deny it. Don't run from it. Don't be scared. Don't be like, why me? No, thank God because of you. He chose you to do such a work in him. He chose you to do a work in you for you to do the complete work in him. Amen. And I just want to tell you all today, my sisters and my brothers in Christ, you are awesome. You are special. You are gifted. You are very talented. You are so highly favored and blessed Today, you should look in that mirror and praise the Lord. You are beyond skin deep, beautiful. You are inside beautiful in Jesus' name. I love you in Christ. God loves you more. And that's why he brings us together to our Christ family. Um, To God be the glory for building such a strong Christ family in us. I mean, we just got to continue to love one another continue to encourage others, continue to encourage each other, people in our families, outside of our families. We just got to show that the Lord lives, that God is real, and God can be seen through us if we live right, if we act right, and God can be seen. His light can be shining in us so other peoples can witness the goodness of the Lord. Okay, as I'm about to read, Let's just keep our hearts and minds solely, completely on the Lord right now as he is bringing forth his word in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Okay. Um, 2 Peter, first chapter, verse 1 says, Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us, through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ. 
verse 2 says, Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Okay, verse 3 says, um, According as his diving power have given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that have called us to glory and virtue. Verse 4 says, Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Verse 5 says, And besides this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue and to virtue knowledge. Verse 6 says, And to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness. Verse 7 says, And to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness charity. Verse 6, I mean verse, I mean, I'm sorry, that was verse 7. Verse 8 says, For if these things be in you, and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 9 says, But he that lacketh these things is blind, and cannot see afar off, and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Verse 10 says, Wherefore the rather Brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if ye do these things, ye shall never fall. Verse 11 says, For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Verse 12, Wherefore, I will not be negligent, to put you always in remembrance of these things, though ye know them, and be established in the present truth. Verse 13, Yea, I think it meet as, as long as I am in this tabernacle to stir you up by putting you in remembrance. Verse 14, Knowing that shortly I must put off this my tabernacle, even as our Lord Jesus Christ hath showed me. Verse 15 says, Moreover, I will endeavor that ye may be able after my decease to have these things always in remembrance. Verse 16, For we have not followed cunningly devised fables when we made known unto you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but we're at, but we're eyewitnesses of His majest, His Majesty. Verse seventeen. For He received from God the Father honor and glory. When there came such a voice to Him from the excellent glory, "This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased." Verse eighteen. And this voice which came from heaven. We heard when we were with him in the holy mount. 
Verse 19 says, We have all we have also a more sure word of prophecy, whereunto ye do well that ye take heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place, unto the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. Verse 20 says, Knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. Verse 21 says, For the prophecy came not in old times. Wait, for the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Amen. So let's go back to breaking down what it was really saying. You can pretty much, as you hear in the word, you can pretty much see what this God is speaking about and how he's speaking about guiding us and our walk and how we ought to be and, you know, how we ought to stand and things that we should have in us as Christians. Okay, so um, first, you know, Peter was writing around the time that the Roman Empire Nero begins his persecution of Christians. You know, Second Peter was written two or three years later, like between the AD and the 68, you know, 66 to 68, after persecution has intensified. First Peter was a letter of encouragement to the Christians who suffered. But then Second Peter focused on the church internal problems, especially like the false teachings who were causing people to doubt and turn away from Christianity. You know, Second Peter combats their heresies by denouncing the evil motives of the false teachers and, you know, reaffirming Christians' truth to the authority of the scripture, the prime the primacy of faith and the certainty of Christ, you know, Christ's return. So many believers want more of God's kindness. We do. We always look at, you know, we always want God's kindness and grace and peace. But, you know, some Christians, they are unwilling to put forth the effort to get to know him better through the Bible study and prayer. And remember, I told you we must study the word and pray and spend time with God in order to enjoy the privileges of God, you know, that he offers us freely. We have to combine getting to know him better. You know, the knowledge of God will, you know, with complete trust. We have to trust God to know where he's taking us in his word. The power to grow doesn't come from within us, but from God. We don't have power to grow in this this walk, y'all. We only get the power in, in God. He's the only one. Because we don't have the resources to live full of glory and virtue. God makes us partakers of the divine nature to keep us from sin and help us live for him. You know, when we are born again, God by his spirit empowers us with his own moral goodness. So, you know, faith is more than belief in certain facts. It must, you know, it must result in action, growth in Christian's character and moral discipline, or it dies away because it does not demonstrate a truly transformed life. That's why I said, when we allow God in our life, it's supposed to transform us into something new in God, a new creature, a new person. If that is not showing in your walk, then it's not having no effect. What are you doing? If you do not, op- if you do not operate in the spirit of the Lord, it will fade away. 
you will not be doing nothing in the Lord because you're not motivating your walk in Christ. Your Christ, you know, in Christ, we have to motivate ourselves in Christ. That means we have to motivate ourselves in the word. Every day you have to read the word. Every day. If you want prosperity in Christ, if you really want to grow, make yourself available for Christ. Make yourself so available that when you wake up, you're breathing in the word of God. You're, 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 you're letting loose the word of God every day in your life. Like when I wake up in the morning, whatever time God rises me up, I love spending that very first start of the day with the Lord because when you begin to spend the first part of your day with the Lord through the rest of your day, you will make time for God more better. But when you start your day off just getting up and not praising God and not giving God you and you spending time that one-on-one with you and God, your day is going to go and you're going to find yourself not having enough time for God because you don't let the day go through. And how you how God is supposed to use and build you up if you are not being available for God to teach God and structure you. So it is important that we just don't be a listener of the word. And like I said, God says we have to be a doer of the word. So that's pretty much what this scripture is based on. How God, you know, God is guiding us as grown Christians. So don't feel bad of everything you don't know. Don't feel discouraged by that because I don't know everything in the Bible. I have not yet read the whole Bible, but I'm studying a chapter every day to get through the whole Bible. And so it's a blessing to be on that journey to, you know, um, I'm inspired by the word of God. The word of God inspires my life. I feel hope in the word of God. It helps me to live in God. And I love my life in Christ because my life in Christ is so much happier for me than it was when I was running wild in the world, doing all types of things in the world. And, you know, um, I'm thankful to God that he changed my life around in him. If it wasn't for the goodness of the Lord changing me, I don't believe I would still be here, y'all, speaking the word of God today. But I thank God for when he did come into my life, really come into my life and really begin to show me better and really begin to show me his life. He had to show me his word, his fruit, and that's how I'll be able to learn. And you shall, too, be able to do the same thing if you allow God every day to work on you, work in you, work with God as he work it out in your life. So I just thank God for, you know, showing us, you know, and our faith must go beyond what we believe. It must become a dynamic part of all we do, resulting in good works and spiritual maturity. Salvation does not depend on good work. Salvation is just we found hope in Christ. We accepted Christ as our Lord and Savior, and he's our salvation to life. But in order to grow and mature in the spirit of the Lord, your faith must grow in Christ. And when your faith begins to grow in Christ, then that's when you begin to really see your maturity and you see how your life is just going so beautifully in Christ. You begin to see how you are blossoming in the word of God and how God is really, really changing you on the inside. You know, um, so just remember, you know, meditate on this, you know, um, 
A person who claims to be saved with remaining unchanged does not understand faith or what God has done for him. So remember, a person can say they saved. I can say I got saved, but if you don't see no fruit of the Lord in me, that means I got saved with no change. Okay, what did we do when we get saved? Are we still living the same way? Are we changed on the inside? So we got to ask ourselves, you know, don't allow yourself to be bored or impatient with messages on the basis of Christian life. Instead, take the attitude of an athlete who continues to practice and refine the basis even as he learns more advanced skills. So that's God saying to us, don't become bored by the messages of God. Allow yourself to receive the messages of God. Take what you are learning and apply it to your life so you can become victorious in God. So each and every day, your life gets richer and richer in Christ. There's never a bored moment in Jesus. There's no bored places in Christ. It's only get greater. You only get happier, even with long suffering, even with trials and tribulations. You're going to still have the peace of the Lord in your heart. The joy of the Lord is going to stand over all things because you're going to know that I don't care how bad it looks. I'm thankful, Lord, I have you. Thank God I decided to turn my life over to Christ. Because if I was out there, Father God, I would surely have died. If I was out there, Lord, I would have totally lost my mind. But see, when you are in Christ and you are firm and grounded and your foundation is built in Jesus Christ, you will not worry about the world and what it got going on. You will still be able to smile with God's grace. You'll be able to stand in God's word. You'll still be able to have faith like never before. You'll still be able to prosper in Jesus' name because you know who you belong to. You don't belong to the world when you're in Christ. You belong to the Heavenly Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. That's who we belong to. So as you go through your day, as we're about to close out everyone, I mean, I've been so blessed to share the good news of the Lord with you guys. It blesses me because God is teaching us all together. And all of us are always leaders in Christ. We can always be led to Christ. We can always lead someone to Christ. So we just thank God for his word and his understanding. And if you guys want to continue to go deeper and, you know, um, if you want to just, you know, get more understanding, if you didn't get it, I just ask God to give you understanding. And sometimes we can hear the word of God and may not understand it as we're reading it. And that's fine because it's a certain time and a certain season and a certain reason that you don't get it at that moment. But it's a certain time that you will get it. It will come back to you. Something's going to be said. God's going to put you at a certain place in your life. And that scripture going to come back. You're like, wait a minute. God gave that to me five years ago, and I'm just getting an understanding of it today, and that's fine. God knows what you need, when you need it, how you need it, what time you need it, and what is best for you to receive it. So you will receive things in Christ. Everybody has a level to get to in Christ. There's many of levels to grow in in Christ. And in order for you to grow, you have to go through some tests, some trials and tribulations, and you must pass those tests. You must get through those trials and tribulations for God to keep moving you higher. He's not going to take you higher only according to what he sees you can go. 
He's not going to put you in a place that he knows you're not ready for. So every place that you grow in Christ, but you will grow as long as you keep applying the word of God in your life. As long as you keep running to the Lord for everything and all things. As long as you keep trusting in the Father for all things. So I thank God for teaching us today about guardians. We need the guardians in Christ. We need to be guided at all times because we need God to guide us because he is our leader. He is the head of our life. He's our Lord. He's our King. He's our master. And I just thank God. I thank God for him keeping us the way he keeps us. Amen. So I'm going to say a prayer as we get ready to close out. Heavenly Father, I thank you for my sisters and brothers in Christ who are listening today and every day, Father God. I thank you for the word that you have given us and spoken into our hearts today, Father God. I thank you for the overflow and the fullness of your word, Father God. As we are departing from one another, Father God, we are not departing from you in the name of Jesus, Father God. Lead us by your everlasting spirit, Father God. Lead us, cover us in the blood of Jesus, Father God. Let us step out on faith today, Father God. Let us meditate in which you have spoken to our hearts and dwell in that place with you, Lord. Give us understanding for those who have not received understanding, Lord. I ask in Jesus' name right now, Father God, that you give the understanding of your word that is needed for us to understand at where you need us to understand in that, Father God. I thank you in the word, Father God, because the word is always a blessing, Father God. You are the word. So I thank you, dear Lord, as we're going through the day. I ask that you touch those who are struggling right now, Lord. Bless those who are walking in your path right now. Bless those who are working towards getting in this path of Christ, Father God. Bless those who haven't reached the path of Christ yet, Father God. Bless those in the name of Jesus who are crying out to you right now, Lord. Bless them with your life, Father God. Bless them with your love, Father God. Bless them with your mercy, Father God. Lord, bless them with the power of grace that is over their lives already, Father God. So, Lord, I ask that you lift everyone up here in the name of Jesus today. That anything that we have that we are struggling with that is causing us stress and depression, Lord, I ask in Jesus' name that we put it on the altar with you right now, right here, Father God, as we are in your presence, Lord. Your presence is always with us there, Lord. You know what we face. You know our battles. You know the struggles, Father God. And today, Lord, I pray for a breakthrough in this place right now, Lord. Father God, I trust in your miracle. You are a miracle worker, Father God. You are a healer, Father God, in the name of Jesus. So whatever it is, Father God, it is wrapped up in your hands today. Lord, we are casting all cares and all burdens into you. Trust and believe in, Lord, that it's done. And it is so, Father God. There is healing. There is strength. There is deliverance, Father God. There is prayer, Father God. There is revival, Father God. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah, Lord. I thank you for every soul up here today, Father God, that you will continue to show them your way, Father God, that you will continue, Lord, to walk with us every day, Lord, as we are walking with you in the name of Jesus. 
Lord, I ask in Jesus' name right now that you cover everyone in the blood of Jesus, Lord, that it be an overflow of your blood spill everywhere they go so that you can be blessing the people that we don't even know that need to be blessed with the blood of Jesus right now, Father God. But have your way, spill it everywhere we go, Father God. That even the ones that need and need it right now, Lord, they will receive it in Jesus' name, Lord. That's how it is, Father God. We pray for others, the unknown and the known people that we know, Father God. So we, I ask right now that you extend your hand around the world to each and every person, Lord. Bless those who are going to be coming up here, listening to your word today. I thank you in Jesus' name that everyone receive you how we ought to receive you, Father God. So have your way through our day. Have your way in our lives. I thank you for being a merciful God. I thank you for being a keeper of our soul. In Jesus' name, everything is up to you, Father God. In your will and your way for our lives, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah to God be the glory. Amen. Amen, my sisters. Amen, my brothers in Christ. Well, as you know, as going through our day can be difficult. Things come up. It can be challenging. But if we remember to stay in prayer, stay prayed up, reach out, show love and support to God's kingdom, show love and support to your sisters, your brothers, your family, your friends, for people, just be loving spirits today. Just be kind, humble yourself, and just pray for somebody else besides yourself. And remember, God is with us through our day. I love you with all my heart and my soul in Jesus' name. I'm constantly praying for you guys, and I know God is turning things around. I know God is working it out. Remember that um, through your day, just trust God, trust in his blood, trust in his hand. And um, for those who are learning every day like I am, we're learning to really just continue to love the Lord, continue to trust God with all we have. And for those who are in a place that you're struggling to get there, just keep coming Just keep allowing, just keep coming to the Lord. Just keep allowing God to come to you. Keep your heart open so that you can get stronger in the things of God. Again, my name is Heavenly, and I've been um, having so much joy and fun talking about the goodness of the Lord with you guys. I love this. I love what God is doing in our lives. He is changing our lives. We should be extremely happy about that. So I just want to tell you, I have so much fun being up here with you and receiving God together in togetherness. And it's a blessing. And um, I'm looking forward to coming back. It's me, Heavenly, and I love you. And remember, stay prayed up. You know, I'll constantly say that because a lot of times we go through our day watching TV through the day, doing this and doing that. And before you know it, we only say in a bedtime prayer. No, take time. Stop in your day. Because, you know, as we know, some places are going to be back up and running. So um, we're going to see how that turns out. And people are not going to be sitting still in the house. But see, this is where your test is going to come. God wants to see, are you going to still be doing the same thing as you was when you was in quarantine? Show God, 
God gave you a head start. Remember, he shows you how to make time for him. And even though God locked things down for a minute, but things about to be open, I don't know how long, whatever God decides to do next, that's what God's going to do. But remember, just as well as God allowed things to be up and running, he surely can put them down. So make sure you're making time for God as you are now, because once the quarantine is over, people are going to go back to being busy. So God has showed us how to step aside from being so busy and make more time for him. God bless you all.